0: Good morning, everyone. Wow. Y'all look so Christmassy out there. That's great. Look at all the red, the sparkles. Yay. (laughs) This is going to be an awesome, awesome day. We're so glad that all of you are here. We see a lot of familiar faces, some friends we haven't seen for a while. Welcome, welcome, welcome to everyone. You're going to be so blessed today. Pastor Tom and the team have worked tirelessly. On presenting this wonderful, joyous Christmas celebration. And I just want to say if you are watching online, go ahead and text someone, a friend, family member, and tell them they don't want to miss this beautiful Christmas celebration. And for all of you that are still out there in the foyer, we want to say step away from the donuts <laughs> and come on in to the sanctuary. <laughs> by the way how many of you enjoyed those donuts and coffee this morning yay (laughs) you like the glaze Jason? awesome so again thank you to cindy walters and the team that provided that and like i said it's time now though to come on in to the sanctuary and get ready to praise the Lord. We're going to have some wonderful congregation singing before we enter into our joyous Christmas celebration. So everyone stand, get ready to worship the Lord together. Amen. How about a
1: shout for Jesus? Ha ha! One, two, three. Amen.
2: Christmas. Praise the Lord. What a great time of celebration we're having. Didn't they do a great job? Let's give them a big hand. Good to see everybody this morning. Wonderful, wonderful. Good to have all of you in the house today. And this is going to be just a great, joyous celebration. That's where, where we're calling it this morning. So we want to invite you to go ahead and be seated and in just a moment, we're going to have a very, very special uh, called Joy to the World. It's going to be Pastor Tom, Andrean, and Christina, and Ingrid, and Pastor Kimberly. All right. Let's give them a hand as they come.
0: Song. I had a little trouble with words, so (laughs) I'm going to help myself. (laughs) Um, First Pastor Tom, you know, this is Irini Niklopoulos, and we're going to sing a trio. (laughs) We're going to sing Newborn King, and we invite you to worship.
2: To the newborn King, praise God, He is Lord. Amen? Job well done. Thank you so very much. You know, part of the Christmas story is when the wise men bring gifts to Jesus. Their act of honor and their act of love is really the reason why we give gifts at Christmas time. Reading from Matthew chapter 2, the scripture says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, In the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Have you come to worship him today? When Herod the king had heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when they had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, For thus it is written by the prophet, But you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah? For out of thee shall come a ruler who shall shepherd the people Israel." Then Herod, when he had heard secretly, called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. Yeah, right. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it all came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And verse 11 says, And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented to him gifts gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
0: Well, that's a beautiful passage that we read today. Am I on? Yes. On. I, okay.
2: <laughs> I'm used to being real loud. I'm
0: on. Anyhow, we can see from what Pastor just read here that the scriptures and history tell us that the wise men were not actually present. At the birth of Jesus. Note what he just read. It said when they came and they came where the young child was. These men that traveled probably hundreds of miles arrived after Jesus was possibly two years old. Most scholars agree that they came from Persia, which is modern day. Iraq, And it wasn't just three of them. It was a caravan of them. And it took probably up to two years for them to arrive and to worship Jesus. Now, I'm not suggesting some people get realistic and say, well, if they weren't there when Jesus was actually born, then they probably shouldn't be a part of the manger scene. No, they have a vital part to play in the Christmas story. I mean, if you want to get legalistic, you could go ahead and put them out in the garage. They're on their way. They're coming. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) But we want to keep them as a vital part, an important part of the Christmas story. There's some things that we can learn from the wise men. And we just want to highlight a couple of things. One is that every one of us should have that same heart hunger that they had to seek And to find the King of kings and the Lord of lords. How many of you have found the King? Hallelujah. He wasn't ever lost, but you and I were lost. And we have sought him and we have found him. And it is very significant that the star uh, shone for the wise man. And there was another group of people, the shepherds, that the word of the Lord, the angels appeared and told them of the birth of Our King, our Lord, and our Savior. These shepherds were like low men on the totem pole. They were uneducated. They were not wealthy. They were of Jewish descent. But it was revealed unto them that the Lamb of God wouldn't just cover the sins anymore, but the true Lamb of God was Amen. born that would take away mm-hmm. the sins of the world. And then the wise men, like we said, they were non Jewish men. They were wealthy. They brought a whole caravan with them. They were men of science. They were trained students in studying the stars. And they had observed in this unexplained phenomena in the sky, this star that was crying out a king is born. And God so moved on their hearts. They traveled, like we said, hundreds of miles to find this new born king. They sought him. You know, the Bible tells us, if we seek, we will
1: find.
2: That's right.
0: We don't have to travel to a certain location to find Jesus, but it's a place in our hearts where we recognize Him and we acknowledge our need of Him, regardless of our backgrounds, our race, our social status, our education, or our wealth. Right. We all need a Savior. That's right. The Christmas message is truly a Savior for all people. Hallelujah. Whosoever will, may call, may come, and may receive him. And then the second thing that we can learn from these wise men is they followed the light. They followed the star. Jesus' entrance into this world was the heavens lighting up and that angelic host saying, Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth. Goodwill toward men. God sent his son to earth to redeem mankind. Right. Have you experienced the light of the glorious gospel? They followed the a star. We follow the light of the gospel. No two paths, no two journeys are like. But to find true happiness, peace, and fulfillment, we all must come to Jesus. There's a scripture in John chapter 8, verse 12. I want to uh, wind down here, but read out of the passion. Then Jesus said, I am the light to the world. And those who embrace me will experience life-giving light. That's right. They will never walk in darkness. Mm-hmm. It's obvious that the world is in a dark place right now. Full of darkness, And it's getting darker out there. I'm not here to bum you out on Christmas, on our Christmas service. But we as believers, we need to realize even though it's dark out there, this is our finest hour. Amen. And we need to be shining brighter, brighter, and brighter. Amen? In the Spirit-filled Bible, I have this notation. The Christian's joy is in knowing that light is not only greater than darkness, but dark, light will always outlast the darkness. Right. We win. Amen. In Jesus. And I want to encourage you, if you haven't yet, follow the light of the glorious gospel let it shine in you get in you and then shine
2: through you amen amen so the wise men brought their best gifts to yes. jesus gold frankincense and mere. gold speaks of his royalty it speaks of his kingdom yes. and so we honor him today yes. as the one who rules in our hearts yes. and in our lives and the one who's going to return soon and very soon. Amen. Frankincense spoke of his priesthood. We honor him today as the one who is our bridge, the mediator between God and man, our great intercessor, our advocate. The firstborn among many brethren. Amen. The one who is seated at the right hand of God, whoever liveth to make intercession for Thank all you, of us.
1: Jesus. Yes.
2: And then, of course, Mir with spices that was used in a burial and spoke of his, his death. And so we honor him today as the one who died for us, but the one who rose from the dead. Amen. Each gift was extremely valuable. Actually, I believe that it helped sustain Mary and Joseph while they were in exile in Egypt. And so every gift that you and I bring to Jesus, we must view as valuable and precious. Recently, we heard something, Brenda and I, the other day, uh, and it was it was just uh, kind of like a illumination and a revelation to us. You know, Christmas is the celebration of Jesus' birthday. Yes. And who goes to a birthday party and just gives gifts to each other? (laughs) But not to the birthday boy, right? (laughs) Not to the birthday person.
0: No, no. So we need to change our perspective and stop and reflect on what can I give Jesus this year? Jesus doesn't need new clothes. He doesn't need a new house or he doesn't need a new car. But there are things. How about things, a new iPad <laughs> A new iPad. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I think the technology in heaven is way <laughs> beyond that. But I want to encourage all of us to think about what we can give yeah. Jesus. This Christmas, um, the minister we were listening to said they had started a tradition in their family many years ago. They exchange gifts with one another. And then after they do that, then he goes around the room and asks every child, every grandchild, what are you going to give Jesus yeah. this year?
2: Yeah. And there's some really good things. So some of the things that we can give to the Lord is we can give him every area of our heart. Those areas that maybe that we've reserved for ourselves. Yeah. We can just open our heart and invite the King of Glory to come in. And not just be our our Savior, but to be our Lord and our Master. How about this? We could give Him the first part of every day.
0: Amen. No matter what time you wake up, I am not an early riser, but... I wake up every morning and I don't say, Good Lord, it's morning. I say, Good morning, Lord Jesus. Just give Him the first of every day just by acknowledging Him. This is the day that you have made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. That's right.
2: Just make it a habit every morning. It's like Benny Hinn said years ago, Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yes,
0: that's right. That's what
2: we can do. Praise the Lord.
0: Amen. And we can
2: worship Him. Yeah. We can acknowledge him, we can magnify his names. Yeah. Yeah. Now how about this reading his word every day yeah that 's what we can give to Jesus amen and drum roll being faithful to church attendance. <laughs> Well, it's evidently the donuts are wearing off. <laughs> the coffee has gone down because I didn't get a very loud amen on that. <laughs> but let me try it one more time for this section over here. <laughs> what about being faithful with our church attendance? Yeah!
0: yeah. Woo. Let's stretch it and not just attend church. This was one. How about saying Jesus? I'm going to serve you in my local church faithfully this year. Yeah. All right?
2: <laughs> Serving the Lord is a gift yeah. to the Lord. And also, it's a gift to the body of Christ.
1: It is.
2: Because each and every one of us here today have a supply of service to bring for the glory of God. Amen. And then, of course, we can bring of our best financial gift to the Lord. Is amen. that right? Amen. Yeah. So there's no greater joy than finding and loving and serving and giving to Jesus of our time, of our talent, and our treasures.
0: Amen. I'll say, Amen, Pastor. Good
1: preaching.
2: Yeah. So, what time did you go to sleep last night? Uh, about one o'clock, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes I was out by
2: ten thirty. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs>
0: But I utilize the time. People used to say, why don't you have an early morning prayer meeting? I say, I do. It starts at about 1 or 2 every morning. (laughs) Anyhow, everybody's different. But whenever you're awake, give Jesus your very best. Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Well, it's time now to enjoy some more beautiful music. I want you to, uh, welcome with me, Pastor. Well, could be prophetic. Welcome with, to the platform, beautiful Irene Nicolopoulos once more. It's, you know, I've had the privilege, Pastor and I, to watch her grow up into this wonderful young lady that she is. Her life just brings much glory. To God. And it's been such a joy to watch her develop, even in the area of using her powerful, anointed voice for Jesus. So here is our very own Sandy Patty (laughs) singing Bethlehem Morning. Amen. <clears>
1: Thank <throat> <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: stand up for a few moments and go ahead and lift your voice, lift your hand and thank God. Bethlehem morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bethlehem, the house of bread where the bread of life came to feed his people. Praise God. Just lift up your hands one more time and thank him. Lord, we glorify you today. You are. Our Master. Jesus' name. Wow, that was absolutely beautiful. You may be seated. This next song comes from a very, very special young woman, young lady. Michelle Stafford is going to come in just a moment. But I wanted to make a couple of comments about Michelle. Michelle, she is one of the most faithful people that I've ever met. She has worked just uh, so... I don't know, how many years have you worked at the church? Over 17. 17 years. And uh, been in the church since you were... 10. years old. Wow. And, uh, wow, we've seen her blossom, we've seen her grow. And she is multi-talented. Um, she is very, very highly technologically knowledgeable, if that's a phrase that we could use. And uh, I tell you, she's just... Uh, wears a lot of hats here at Heart of the Bay, and we love you, Michelle, and we are so thankful for you. And this song is going to be called Here With Us by Michelle Stafford.
3: symphony
0: Lord, what a message here with us. We don't have to be afraid. He said he'd never leave us nor forsake us. When he came down and was born as a baby, then whosoever calls on him, we have him in our heart. Amen? Isn't that comforting? Glory to God. What a powerful message, beautifully done by our own Mish. Now we want to welcome back to the platform. Another beautiful young lady. You saw her earlier in uh, singing with the group. This is Christina Rogers and she too has been a part of our church family for many years. We're so proud of all of these ones that are singing today. But we have these beautiful young ladies, and this is just awesome. Christina serves here in the church. I know she's done an excellent job on the sound. She's stepped up on our worship team. She loves using her gifts and her talents for Jesus. And that, she just emulates him wherever she goes. So I encourage you today to open up your heart and receive this message of this powerful song. I listened to it online. You're going to get that little country twang going. It's a good song. (laughs) Anyhow, really blessed me. (laughs) The title of this song is, I Still Believe in Christmas.
3: It's Christmas all around me So why is Christmas hard to find? December snow is falling down Like I am to my knees I could use some hope right now Cause right now hope is hard to see Help me still This broken world He sent his only son so divided, I still believe in peace on earth, I still believe that love is strong enough to conquer hate, and in a world that won't believe it, I still believe enough to say, for God's so love, this broken world is sent. Jesus, the name above all
1: names,
3: a savior in a manger, and a star that leads the way. Christmas
2: I still believe. Yeah. Yes. Praise the Lord. Woo! Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, I was thinking the other day just how far we've come as a church since March of two thousand twenty. Have you heard that there was a global crisis? A worldwide pandemic? You know, we're not all the way back yet, but we're coming back. We are sensing momentum. Amen? We're at about 50% of what we were in person. But you know, we've got a great group of people right now that are watching us online. And you know what? They're bringing their supply of prayer. They're bringing their supply of finances, and we thank God for each and every one of you that are here today and all of you that are watching online. You know, Pastor Tom, I was looking at some of the messages that we started. I would go right down there in front and said, good morning. Nobody in the house? And then you kind of had an acoustical worship set and Christina and Sabrina and Mish and others, uh, Denise, were just a part of that. So faithful in those early years. You know, a lot of churches' doors aren't open right now because they could not sustain what needed to be sustained as a result of what was going on in the world. But I thank God that this place is still open. Amen? It is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a great blessing, and it's been our honor to be your senior pastors for the last 40 years. We're in our 41st year. And you know what? By the grace of God, Pastor Tom has been with us, Pastor Kimberly, of course, Pastor Nancy was here before. Before we were, Nancy was. <laughs> such a such a great blessing and oh man i'm telling you you know uh, to look at the past 40 years and we're not resigning today incidentally (laughs) if you're hoping we're not (laughs) but you know you take a look at recessions you take a look at 9-11 the earthquake in 89 and all of the different things the major recession in 2008 and then a pandemic that's just about three years old, it is only by the grace of God that we still stand here and are able to lead through troubled waters. And there's no way that we could do it without Him. So I want to give God praise today. I want to thank Him today. Amen. You know, we're believing... How many of you are believing God with us? We're believing God for more volunteers. We're believing God for more of our children to come back and more of our youth to come back so that we can expand, amen, our Christmas celebration. But I'm telling you what, this is good. Look at your neighbor and say, this is real good. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, I kind of look at myself and Brenda as coaches. And you know, we kind of have oversight of our staff and we know what our staff needs. And we know when they need a break, when they need a rest. There's been a lot of challenges, not only among our volunteer team and our personal staff and many people in the church. But, you know, as a senior pastor, I need to rest our staff when it's time to rest them. So next Sunday, instead of you know being, uh, li- being live, we're going to do an, uh, uh, we're going to do online service, but it's going to be a good one on Christmas Day. It's going to be awesome, and we'll be, be giving you some more announcements here in a little bit. But from the Book of Luke, everyone say the Book of Luke, Luke. verse seven through eleven, chapter two. it says, and she brought forth her firstborn son. And wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now they were about in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, "Do not be afraid." Look at your neighbor and say, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to some people just a select few. No, it shall be to all people for there is born to you this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. Good tidings. How many of you know that the gospel is good news? And we're not ashamed of the gospel. We are not ashamed of the good news. Why is that? Because because it is the power of God that brings salvation into our lives. Again, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The word Savior is used 24 times in the new testament i can remember the day 47 years ago that i gave my heart to jesus actually revolutionized my life it changed my course it changed the direction of my life it changed my spirit and as i got into the word of god it renewed my mind and restored my soul I was thinking today, it just came to me. I looked at the date. It's December 18th. It was 48 years ago today that in a snowbank in Minnesota in a state hospital treatment center, it was the last time I ever used drugs. To God be the (laughs) glory. Folks, I'm telling you, we serve a God that can change people. We serve a God that can advance you from where you are to where He wants you to be. And so many of you remember the day that you got saved. I just want to go on record today and I want to thank God for sending Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. But I want to talk to you just for a full few moments on what Jesus, our Savior, means to us. Savior is an old English term. It means the one who saves, and it also means the one who rescues. To rescue someone from destruction. We serve a Redeemer that continuously redeems our life from destruction. To rescue someone from destruction, peril or harm, right into God's safety. I'm so glad that underneath are His everlasting arms, that will hold us and keep us and protect us from all the things that are out there in this world. Paul, writing to young Timothy, said this, And the Lord will deliver you from every evil work and preserve you for His heavenly kingdom. To Him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Still another translation says, The Lord will rescue me from all harm and will take me safely into His heavenly kingdom. Glory belongs to Him forever and ever. Amen. Amen. You know, when we're talking about Jesus, the Savior, we're talking about Jesus, the Rescuer. We're talking about Jesus, our Protector. We're talking about the One who keeps us safe. But did you know that the word Savior also means healer and deliverer? Has anybody had the experience of the Master's hand touching you and healing you? Has anybody seen Him do anything good for you? Has anybody seen some deliverance, some freedom from safety coming into your life as a result of the Lord Jesus Christ? I think we ought to give Him some praise. He is our Savior. He is the one who did not have to leave heaven and came to earth. And he came here for you and he came here for me. This day, a Savior has been given to us. In the Passion Translation, it says, But the angel reassured them, saying, Don't be afraid, for I've come down to bring you good news the most joyous news the world has ever heard, and it is for everyone, everywhere. And so this message the angels gave to the shepherds brought hope to a group of people that were experiencing oppression and despair. And the same message still brings hope. It still brings help. It still brings healing to hurting humanity. Jesus came. We read the account of the wise men earlier the bible says in matthew two ten, when they found jesus they rejoiced with exceeding great joy have you found him have you experienced the joy that this world can't give you know there's an old song the world didn't give it to us and guess what the world, the circumstances, nothing that's going on in this world can ever take the joy away from us. Amen. In your journey, if you have found true peace and joy and hope, you are a blessed man or a blessed woman. Now that does not mean by any stretch of the imagination that we will not face troubles, that we will not face problems, but overall as believers, we have got the Prince of Peace who calms the storms, one who loves us unconditionally, and the one who gave us joy. You may be here this morning. You may never have opened your heart to the Lord. You may be looking for peace and hope and joy. Others may be here this morning that at one time you served the Lord with all of your heart, but for some reason you've drifted away from Him. You know, today on this Christmas celebration, it's a good time to come home and to make some fresh commitments. Just for a moment, before that we go on with more worship and more beautiful songs, I want you to all bow your heads. And close your eyes if you don't mind. Of course, you don't have to. But it sometimes helps us to keep away from block out distractions. I just want to encourage you for just a moment. And I am going to ask you to pray with me if you would. Maybe a friend brought you here this morning. Maybe you've been coming here for a while to just check things out. Friend, God wants to have a relationship with you. You are loved by God. He sent His Son to die on the cross to take away your sins so that you could come into a relationship with the God who created you. Will you pray with me this morning? Maybe you've prayed a prayer like this before, but maybe you've drifted away from God, as I said. I'm just asking everyone in the house today for a moment, if you would, put your hand over your heart. And I'm going to give you some words to pray. But you know, these words mean absolutely nothing unless you put a sincere heart behind it. This may be the first time for some of you, this is a holy time. This may be a time of rededication. Go ahead and pray this with me. Let's all declare, Oh God, I come to you today. I believe that Jesus is your son. I believe that He died on the cross as my substitute and He bore the penalty for my sins. I ask You to wash me clean. Do what I cannot do. Rescue me, O God. Help me by Your mighty power. I confess, Your Son, that Jesus... Is the Lord of my life. I yield my life to you and I give you everything and I choose to follow you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. That's it. That's it. If you prayed that prayer in faith, immediately the Bible says you become a new creation. Immediately you're delivered from the power of darkness. And translated into the kingdom of God. And you know his kingdom is a kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy. If you prayed that corporate prayer today, and you, you would love to come to the altar after the service is over, we have a special gift just for you. We'd like to shake hands with you, meet you, and pray with you just a little bit more. God bless you. Praise the Lord. And now, Pastor Tom is going to introduce our next song. That's
0: right. We have a quintet again coming to sing Emmanuel. Won't you welcome them as they come? And (laughs) I'm really blessed that we have a place that we can worship the Lord together. I said I'm really blessed that we have a place that we can worship the Lord together. And if you want to be free, you've got to serve Him. If you're going to serve him, you've got to bow down before him. He's got to be Lord. And then he will be God with you. Not just God with Pastor Mark or God with Pastor Renna, but God with you. Emmanuel.
3: How many of you know that God inhabits the praises of his people? So we're going to praise him. Let us. Come, let us adore Him Kneel down before Him, down before him. We're going to worship and adore Him Worship and
1: adore
3: Him Let's Say that again Come, come up. Let us adore him. Come, let us adore Him we'll Kneel down before Heal Him, down before him.
1: i yeah.